So you like listening to the YMM podcast, but you're absolutely sick of trying to download it on iTunes or trying to listen to it on your web browser. And you must be thinking to yourself, there's got to be a better way. Well, there is. Not really new. We've kind of had it since episode 10. But I want to remind everyone, we're on Stitcher. It's an amazingly free uh, app for any kind of mobile device you got. And it's also got a really cool interface uh, for online as well. Uh, Stitcher.com is a great service. Every time we upload a new podcast, it's right there right away. So get on it. Stitcher.com or download the app, the Stitcher app, from any of your uh, app device stores wherever you buy all your games or all of those fancy-dancy uh, apps that you use on your phone or iPad or tablet or whatever you use, go on there, download Stitcher. As soon as you, have, as soon as you download it, you got to log in with your email. That's okay. Nothing wrong with that. And then just search YMM Podcast. Boom, we're there. Click on the star to favorite us, and we're there. Always with you. We're streaming. Don't take up no gig space. Don't got to wait for iTunes to... Uh, to load up Stitcher's the way to go so definitely get on it stitcher.com and then search YMM podcast check it out due to a shitload of swearing and some graphic conversations listener discretion is advised Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the YMN Podcast. I'm Totsky, soon to be joined uh, by Tito, Steve, and Ash, but I'm with a plethora of very special guests at the dining room table. Who do we have today? We'll start this way and work around. I'm Hillary Hornberger. <laughs> Hello, Hillary. Hi. What are you doing with the show? I am the musical director. I guess I haven't even talked about it yet. We're doing it's the Keanu podcast. <laughs> it's, it's, it's another Keanu production coming up. It's the the great cabaret that uh, is happening and. Hillary is the musical director. Welcome. Thanks. Steph Link, stage manager. Paul Shellano, director. And I'm Diana Moser. I'm playing Sally Bowles. Welcome, guys. Welcome. It's been a while since we've done the Keanu show, so I'm actually looking really forward to uh, chatting all things Keanu again, because this is, what, the third production this year? Yeah. So, And it's set up to be the best one, and I can't wait. Really? I think so. <laughs> who told you that? Yeah, who, who's Alan that? Roberts while he was. Oh, yeah, 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 don't yeah. trust him. <laughs> the Alan Weaver was talking Shut up. <laughs> oh, man, it's funny because it makes sense. The um, Yeah, so uh, how's it been going so far? Like, you guys are now, what, uh, three months into... <laughs> it feels oh, like that. <laughs> Not quite. Uh, what, two, December? two months. Oh, two months. Yeah. Okay. December, January, we're heading into our third month of uh, rehearsals, essentially. As of this recording, it's two weeks down. It's going to be opening on February 13th. There you go. Friday. Mm-hmm. Is that the. No, that's preview night, isn't it? No, Saturday. 
Yeah, no, the 12th is Thursday. And 12th is Thursday. So 13th is the opening yeah. and Valentine's. Yeah, Friday. Friday. Saturday. So how's it been going? Has been everyone's been uh, enjoying the show so far? Enjoying the, enjoying the, the I guess, well, rehearsals just started, or been a couple months in. So how's it been going so far, I guess? Uh, okay, I'll go first. Um, it's uh, Well, for me, it's been... It's been really fascinating. It's also been very terrifying, but in a good way. Um, and it's it has been a lot of work. I mean, I knew it would be a lot of work going into it, but when you actually get down into it, it's um, you really start to feel that. But um, no, it's I've I've really enjoyed it so far, and uh, I still am. And um, everybody's really supportive, which is great too. So um, yeah, it's just uh, I think these last couple of weeks are really going to be the the testing of everybody because now we're in the last phases and now we're on stage and everything so um but no i i personally am having a fantastic time so. does anyone not have a fantastic time like is there anyone literally well depends I, on the do day you want us to be honest well, yeah. <laughs> yes absolutely as i sit around the table and look at everyone just absolutely exhausted and be like, like fuck i want to do a podcast right now <laughs> It really, it really does depend on the day. I'd say, like, I'd say for the most part, we're having a really great time, and then you come in certain days, and you look at something, and you're like, "That is not what we talked about." Okay, well, let's figure this out, and then we move on. And uh, that's the thing about theater is that, like, there's not a lot of time to sit around and go, like, "Okay, maybe da da da." No, it's like yes or no right now. Like, we have to, we have to move forward. So, well, that's the thing. Like, how much like being a community theater? There's not really much time to be hung up on issues i guess what not really like you have to you have to make some decisions like there are some like you know there's one dance number that we're you know we're still kind of reworking like it's still a work in progress but uh so we have a bit of time for stuff like that but we don't have a lot of time for it it's kind of like okay let's get this done and uh and if there's a problem, we need to talk about it now, not a week from now because a week from now we're yeah so cabaret i've i've actually <laughs> I was, I was in my head. I'm like, you know what? I got to do some prep for the show. It's the first one in Canada this season. I'm going to be very good. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to look at the movie that won Best Picture. I think it was in 1970 or something like 77 that. 77 years. 77. Or so I went. It's not that play. No, it's not that. Well, it's good because <laughs> yeah. as soon as I clicked it onto uh, to iTunes, I'm like, you know, what? I'm actually going to know the story and I'm going to be well aware of what's going on. I was asleep within ten minutes. Yeah. So. <laughs> It was the seventies. Liza Minnelli's awesome at great at a lot of things, and uh, Bob Fosse's an amazing choreographer. I was going to say a lot one, of things. One breast picture, so I'm like this. Absolutely, because it's an important piece. Um, the sensibility of what that time was like and what that piece can do is different now than what it was in the seventies, and, mm. and it's a piece that translates well to different generations. So it's easy to sort of take that story and make it speak. Uh, more, more, you know, currently, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it was doing that in the seventies with what the theatrical conventions at the time were, um, which are now considered, you know, they're a bit kind of boring theatrically now mm-hmm. because we've moved on to you know cooler things and more technologies, and so you know that's really that's really the difference. But at the time, it was telling the same great story. So give me a rundown of the story as uh, much as we can lead it into the show. I don't know if we can tell you. It starts with a puppet. And, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I was like, what? I'm adding that. I haven't done the oh, puppet no. stuff yet. That's, the next two weeks that's, are that's tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> as long as they don't sing, I yeah, don't they, care. Yeah, they totally sing. <laughs> Is <laughs> it going to be you through, singing? No, no, through a sock. <laughs> <laughs> Internet okay. is full You're on your own on that one, now, I'm afraid. Uh, <laughs> you were just doing mana mana, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yes. <laughs> 
Uh, what's the play about? Um, I don't know. Uh, I'll, I'll, uh, for me, I mean, the premise is is that you're uh, the, the play is set in in uh, you know late twenties, early thirties in Berlin, um, and it's a piece that speaks to uh, a generation of people who were fighting to try to figure out how to express themselves in a time where the politics and the community around them were actually stifling them and it became Nazism and it became, you know, the killer of millions of people. Uh, and artists trying to express themselves during that time and how they did it just to survive the shit that was happening outside the door. And that's what the play's about. And so, of course, you know, genocide and that kind of a political power and strength that kills people happens everywhere mm-hmm. and continues to. And, I mean, Rwanda, Libya, Ukraine last year, massacres, mass massacres of mm-hmm. people, uh, which we are still as a community, as a global community, able to say, wow, that sucks over there, eh? And move on. Yeah. And that's what this place is. Good thing about. we're not a part of it. Yeah. Well, or we think we're not. Well, right. Yeah. And, yeah, good point. And we are a part of it. We just choose to be able to look past it. And that's what cabaret is about. Wow. That was, wow. There's some singing, you know. <laughs> 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 yeah. This high-end and then there's drama. a bunch and then there's a bunch of naked chicks. Uh no. Uh, uh but it's done in the convention, uh you know, I mean, those are the politics around that piece of theater, and there, there's a reason that it's it's important and it's lasted all these all these decades is because of that. It has a, a global sort of message, but it's done in a context of great music, uh, a really sort of sexy story, some great characters that go through all kinds of cool and shitty things, uh, and it's done in a way that allows you to actually enjoy it and then realize that fuck, that was shitty. You know, um, and that's the magic of it. And so you go into it and you really kind of enjoy it. And But you have a lot to think about when you leave. And that's why it lasts. And, well, I guess that's uh, longevity to any kind of Broadway or any kind of theatrical show. Not just Broadway. I'm just saying, like, any kind of theatrical show is you want to be able to have that lasting impression. But what I wanted to, like, I'm glad you worded it the way you did. Because a lot of people were telling me where I'm like, hey, I'm, we're going, I'm getting ready to do a show on Cabaret. We got... Cabaret documentary, which we're going to touch on a little bit uh, later on, uh, and the show starting up in Canada. I can't wait to see it. And a lot of people were saying, "Well, isn't that just like Chicago?" People were making the Chicago comparison to Cabaret, and I don't know. Sure, is there, is there any valid? Uh, but you have to you have to remember who you're asking, right? Because like, if you talk to a director and they tell you what Cabaret is about, it's about murder, right? So, uh, you know, so a director <laughs> a director will say, "Well, it's about killing people," and a really kind of crude time Mm -hmm. and then a a choreographer will tell you it's about fantastic music (laughs) movement it's about it's about you know you know the director the music director will tell you it's about these amazing songs so we all are we're all coming to the project in different sensibilities to to, to try to bring it together right so yeah like in a very very broad sense chicago and cabaret have some similarities uh, I don't think there were anything. Then again, I'm, I mean, like in a total layman here. Well, it's no, the same composers, it's the same right? composers. Yeah. So that's kind of like that's kind of what people what people think when they're like, oh, well, the same people wrote it, right? <laughs> it's like, okay, well, that's not exactly. <laughs> like, it doesn't make it any kind of well, no, similarities. I guess it's only you know, and like it. Yeah. 
Well, the initial impression is a bunch of half-naked women dancing. You know, yeah, like I think that was so yeah. That's where the image probably comes from. Right? Yeah, and that's why people should come. Yeah. <laughs> Come for the sex, stay for the story. There we go. <laughs> Bang. But I'm done. Keanu Theater. 2016. <laughs> well, no, Come it, for Ellen. Stay for the sex. <laughs> Can we say that? No. You already did. Yeah, we did. It's okay. It's okay, Ellen. It's fine. Let's <laughs> all sell tickets. Just go with it. Go with it. <laughs> I can hear the dollar signs rolling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to know. I want to do a study and see exactly how much the Wyman podcast has influenced uh, ticket sales for these yeah, shows. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just got an image. The um, okay. Well, no, that's an excellent way to sell, and that's why, like I said, like I was talking about it, and I've been wanting to try to learn more about the show, and I'm like, I'll, I'll watch the movie, right? And mm. again, I'm glad I didn't because I'm glad I fell asleep because obviously that wouldn't have. Uh, Probably made any kind of lick into the into the theatrical part it's, of it. But. It's just a it's just another interpretation of a, a script, you know, like mm. you know, and that happens all the time. Like I forget what movie it was, but I watched a movie and I was like, "Wow, that's cool." I'll read the book, and I read the book, and I was like, "Wow, the other person dies, like not the one that died in the movie. <laughs> the other one died." Like you know what I mean? There's like no, all sorts point. of interpretations to things. That's true, and that's where all the director comes in and what his vision wants to be, I guess. Yeah. So this is our first time with a musical director uh, sitting at the oh wow uh, sitting at the table. So I'm it's kinda, monumental. I'm so why don't you sing something for us? Tomorrow uh, <laughs> belongs to me. <laughs> I'm curious as to your uh, do pers- it. your do perspective it. on a on a piano theater production. We've had many different <laughs> angles on this show so far, but uh, yours is the first musical one we've had. So oh boy, what does it take <laughs> to do a musical side of a piano theater production? Um. I, I, Give me the full story. I wake up and I cry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I hug myself. Music, I, I hum some songs in my head. I go to bed. Cry yeah. more and more. Yeah. No, I don't know. No, it's good. I was actually here when we did Chicago three years ago. So three years ago? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's... Um, I mean, the community's great, and there's a lot of... Um, the people that do come out are just excited about it, and so it's it's good to be part of that energy and trying to get them to a level where... You know, they will be great, and you will feel great for them, and they'll be able to put out the best show that they can. Because how much work does it require? That's probably a shitty way to word it, though. But I'm just saying, when it comes to community theater, like, are you getting, like, I don't want to say top-notch talent because it is and it isn't. Well, we I, talked about that the other day. You know actually. what I'm trying to say? Like it's it's. Yeah, like, I know. How do you coach well, a it's person the, it's to get the to that level? It's the difference, right? It's the difference in in training. Right? Yeah. It's, it's really it's not, you're getting people who've never talent. stepped on it's a stage a, before. Yeah, it's not a talent level. It's the ability of training how to manage that there talent in the time frame that you have. So that's really the the biggest difference. Oh yeah, and some is going just, okay. Well, I mean, you got somebody who's you know the, you don't have to be a trained actor to be a brilliant actor. Just look around the world, right? Yeah. Um, but there's a certain skill necessary in learning the technical skills of an actor or singer or dancer uh, that. Uh, in a community setting, takes a little bit longer to settle in uh, because they don't necessarily have the training to be able to know yeah. how to do that and go, okay, how am I going to remember that tomorrow? Because they leave and go to a real job, yeah, right? And have they don't have the four hours to figure it out in their head mm-hmm. so that when we see them again, they're ready, right? And that's what I was going to say. I guess the experience level, not that the talent was a bad word, like when you're dealing with someone that I'm sure like has never stepped on a stage before and now has got to sing some incredible timeless songs, 
Like, how do you... Well, no, yeah, so that's why I'm just curious. Like, I'm curious about it. Cause, like, uh, one example I'm thinking of is Kyle for Les Mis. Like, from, based on my chats with him after the fact, like, he's never done anything like that before, and the dude killed it. Yeah. How yeah. do you get to that level? Like, there's got to be a certain level of... I'm guessing it's your realm of where you got to bring this person to. Like, how do you do it? Just be like... <laughs> Here's a mic. Go do it. Do it better. Like, <laughs> no. Yeah. She uh, yells. I yell, yes. I, I'm very good at yelling. She does yell. <laughs> no, um, I, I, we have, uh, with, I mean, with all things, you have to start with a foundation for something, right? So singing, you have to start with, like, a proper way to breathe. Like, most of these people have no idea how to even breathe properly. We spent the first, like, rehearsal, part of the first rehearsal, laying on the floor and teaching them how to breathe. Like, you know, it's just just the way it is and then you you know you start building how to like produce sound correctly because a lot of people just sing from their throats and in mm-hmm. two hours they have no voice left and you're left with a quiet show who have no singers so <laughs> which doesn't really benefit you at all but um yeah so we spent a lot of time doing that and then just integrating what's important you know i mean i think the most important thing about singing if they're not professionally trained and they can't give you that thing you need right off the bat and you got to kind of work at it i mean the the most you can do is work on the characterization of it and, um, like, the articulation. I'm like an articulation Nazi. Nazi. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so diction is important because, I mean, with diction and characterization, you can almost cover anything unless they're completely out of tune. Then you can't obviously cover that. But, yeah. But, I mean, you know, you just got to start with what you have and try and build on it. And then just go from then. So, obviously, literally, it's just a mentoring task at that point, right, where it's... Try to, well, it doesn't. Concept. It doesn't matter what kind of theater you're dealing with or what level of uh, sort of experience you're dealing with. The same math applies, yeah. Yeah. right? If I get a, you know, I can have the best actors in the world who, you know, and you know, playing Romeo and Juliet, but they hate each other. So my obstacle becomes that, yeah. <laughs> right? And how do you find the intimacy? But having really talented people, but are have dealing with an obstacle that is new because of that context. Mm-hmm. So in any context, it changes all the time. Yeah. You know, I'm totally lost my train of thought now. We were talking about me, <laughs> and I'm tired of talking about me. Can you talk about me? Uh, can I talk about you? Well, actually, I want to talk about the people we haven't had at the table before. Oh, right. Come you've on, been man. here once. Shit. That's, that's, <laughs> Get out of here. That's, that's how you treat a guest. That's, <laughs> yeah. I'm not nearly as cute. That's why. <laughs> um, we actually, I just, we, uh, Diana, we touched space right before the show and I'm like oh wait maybe I shouldn't ask those questions until we actually get on the air <laughs> let's talk about this is your I know Steph billed you as like a lead actress so it's like <laughs> your first your name's gonna be on the poster the whole works oh my goodness um, well this is my second show with Keanu I did Les Mis last year um, in an ensemble with little little bits of sort of yeah this is a solo line you have here and there which is cool and I did I did theater um, in high school but that's like over 10 years ago um, so this kind of an experience was is new for me. I haven't done something specifically like this before, but I have done a lot of performing in general, just not on like a theater side. You said you're a musician. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've been playing in bands and and all kinds of stuff since I was in like grade six, and lots of different kinds of. Uh... Fucking cat. <laughs> hey, buddy. So um, I'm. I guess I was more used to. I am somewhat used to working with different kinds of directors um, in that kind of sense um, and performances and those kinds of things. But this itself is, yeah, something very new and um, exciting. So, yeah. yeah. Is it a bit different than, like, what did you do in high school? 
Um, they were just a couple uh, ensemble plays, um, and uh, one of them, one was actually like a like a World War II themed one, actually because it was the anniversary of something, and then another one we actually we went through different um, drama festival levels, oh, we cool. got to provincial level. That was uh, based on like the vaudeville time, oh, okay, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. thing. So uh, yeah, again, it's lots of singing and dancing. And, and how long have you been in former grade? I've been here just a little over three years now. So thoughts? Yeah, um, good so far. How about, our, <laughs> how about our art scene? Good so far. Uh, well, the more that I've gotten into it and know the art scene, it's it's fascinating because it's funny because I keep um, my sisters still live in Ontario, and so since ever since I got involved with Les Mis and now going through this and everything, the updates and stuff like that, and every time I say something, they're like. <sighs> We don't get to do anything cool like that here. God, like, why? That's not fair. And I'm like, well, I guess it's just a good group of people that I wow. managed to find. So, yeah, no, it's it's fascinating. And it's been really welcoming, too, which is, uh, I guess I shouldn't say surprising, but I guess it kind of is because you're not really sure what to expect. So, And that's one of the Steve Reeve quotes that when she was here, which she'll probably repeat it when he does get here, is the one I always steal from him is the best way to get involved, especially in it. Is to do these kind of volunteering uh, gigs, right? Like get involved with like Cano to me would be a great launching point if you just moved here because you get involved with people, you get involved with the community, you get you get friendships. Like how many times have I heard the Cano family, which I think you got to experience now, sir? Welcome to the dining room table. Oh hi everyone! <laughs> I, I guess I just showed up. I teleported into the yeah. I had I've, your mic off. The whole this time. is this is the for the last what is it two three years now? Cano has been like a thorn at our side for our, our film production stuff. Every time there's like this window between October to the end of February where any of the talent that we usually work with here in town is like, no, we're, we're, we're busy. We're, we're in rehearsals, in auditions. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck that shit. I'm going to get involved this year and I'm going to just ruin them so, from the inside. You, so you would now know. Getting all the dirt on everyone. You know the inside scoop on the Keanu family. Uh, yeah, no, no. I, it's been a real privilege uh, actually being a bit of a fly on the wall in the production. It's actually, it, it's uh, we, we hear it all the time on the podcast whenever we do these type of uh, shows, but um, talk about like the, the theater family and such. And it, yeah, it's, it really is. Like you see people really start to bond over the, the days and weeks and such, right? I guess so. we haven't even told anyone what you're doing. I kind of hinted towards it. Well, How it's, are you it's not what I'm doing. It's, it's what year. Steph's doing. Well, Steph and I are doing, right? It's yeah. like a, it's, it's like a joint project. It's a partnership. Yeah, exactly. Where it's, she not, talk, it's not how he makes the sound. We're partners. Around, yeah. <laughs> we're partners. Um, no, Fuck, it, Steph it, wants me to do this now. I said, <laughs> I, I, I'm like, so Tito, my film partner? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, no. Uh, so this year, um, I've, 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 I've always wanted to do documentary type filmmaking. Um, it, it's not my first love, but it is definitely something that like, I, I strongly believe in, in like, at least exploring different facets of, of the discipline of film. So, and, and I was kind of like, I always thought of it like, oh, documentaries are easy. It's just a bunch of interviews and stuff. And <laughs> holy crap, was I wrong. Yeah. It's, it is, it, it's like, right now we're up to like 2.2 terabytes of video. Holy shit. Yeah, and just like, and, and, and it's all gold in our opinion. It's just a matter of tying it. But, but yeah, no, it's it's interesting because it's, it's just documenting the journey, right? And, they, I'm just really impressed by the level of commitment by the people involved, both uh, both the Keanu side and the volunteer side. It's it's phenomenal to kind of see. And I mean, it, it, it really I shouldn't be surprised because it's the same way.
way we approach our creative projects, right? Whenever we do something creative, we put hours and hours, and we never think about it, right? So, mm-hmm. but uh, no, it's it's been a real privilege, and um, I'm learning a lot as I'm going along. I'm, I've I've if anything, uh, the the biggest thing I've learned so far is just to take. Um, Take it as a normal conversation. Don't try to probe for things because really you're you're contaminating the story at that Don't point. Try we to started that. that way very very early on. We learned that Steph and I uh, we experimented with the first interview was with her, and it was very much like a television interview where it was like she was looking right at the camera, and very quickly we find out that uh, she wasn't being Steph. So we decided to you know do a different approach and and uh, you know to have conversations. And sure enough, that that uh, I, I I went home that very same night. I'm like, man, I should probably read some more literature because on on documentary filmmaking and. She Sure that was like number one with the bullet is like don't make them look at the camera. I just have a conversation with the people. Right? So you, know, you know the difference now between reality, reality TV, or reality movie, and scripted reality. Well, I mean, it's because you probe, you probe to get the outcome you want. Well, it's to interesting too because like um, or set it up. Yeah, it, but it's interesting is you can totally tell when when people aren't comfortable and when they're not comfortable, like it's just it doesn't work, right? You you look at you look at the footage and it's just it, everything looks forced. And and it just people aren't comfortable, right? So it, it's it's been it, it, and part of it is just getting to know the talents around Fort McMurray. And I have you know I have a bit of anxiety in regards to social situations. So mm-hmm. I mean uh, this has kind of been a really good uh, personal development in regards to learning to speak to people on a one on one basis uh, and just getting to know people, right? So yeah. The um, so how has it been him trying to do the documentary on your guys' side? Um. It's okay. Like <laughs> it, it's been, uh, it's been sort of well managed in terms of not getting in the way of the process. So that, in that sense, it's been d- dealt with very well. I think. Um, yeah, it, it's, it doesn't. It's not getting in the way at all. Nobody really kind of knows what it's supposed to do, um, but that's probably okay too. You know, because then people just talk about whatever. Yeah. You know, so there's probably something good about that. Does it change anything? I guess it's not. Suppo- my work? I guess it's not supposed to, but no. the observer no. effect. That's what I'm just saying. Like <laughs> oh, it, to me, we uh, do this for a living, man. Yeah, <laughs> we don't care. Who's yeah, watching. like I mean. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Fair enough. You guys, maybe. Yeah. What about yourself? Um, well, from my point of view, um, like especially I mean, if you're like not something that you do every day, and all of a sudden you're getting on stage, you're going to be doing this big production. And then you got now, a guy with, it now you got a camera guy in your. Well, I guess you're not in the face. But. No, um, actually, it's. I it hasn't really affected me one way or other in terms of when it's actually when they're at rehearsal like I don't even sometimes I don't even realize you have the GoPro like just yeah. hanging out and I'm like are you just filming that I don't because I don't know I did I'm like I don't need to worry about that that's mm. not the point you've got other fish to yeah, fry other yeah. stuff to worry about <laughs> yeah. um, so but I think what's what I'm really enjoying is that you go I'm I I'm saying you I am going through a very interesting process a very emotional process a very meaningful process and I will get to see that again and I'll get to see other people's um, in through a different lens of not just talking to them and being part of it together but seeing it through literally um, a camera so I'm just intrigued as to how, how it's going to look and what it's going to see and how I will feel looking at back at it through that so uh, yeah it's just it's don't cool. look at it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm sure I made a fool of that, myself on a number of occasions. That would be my <laughs> the, the, the famous, the big uh, case example we had so far is uh, 
Brody, the first time we put him in front of the camera, Brody's very energetic, right? So his first instinct was to perform in front of the camera in our first interviews with him. And so that really quickly got in the way. And to the point where, like, Steph actually (laughs) was like, Brody! Stop! Stop pretending. Play and pretend, right? But it was stop being Brody. <laughs> well, well, no, it's not stop Stage being Brody. Or stop, stop. Brody. Yeah, exactly. So, but like, um, uh, it's interesting because as as the production went along, um, Brody is involved in stage combat, right? And so I really wanted to ask him some questions regards because I mean, um, uh, basically how uh, you Paul have kind of mentored him in, in that journey for for that. And so we started really talking about it, and that's kind of when he he started really engaging in the conversation. And that's really good because uh, I mean that, that's something you wouldn't even think about. It's like oh, stage combat in in, in a musical and such. But it, it's yeah, it's a really interesting facet, and I think I think that'll come out really really clearly in uh, his interview. So anyway, we should probably let the other guys jump. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. Stephen Ash, you guys there? Stephen Ash joining us at the dining room table. Hello. Welcome, guys. Hello. The, uh, basically, we were just touching on, well, we finally got the introduction now to the, the documentary uh, film that's been kind of the side project, I guess, of this whole uh, thing. And how do you find that, Steph? So not only do you stage manage now, and you got a, this whole filming project. Well, luckily for me, um, there's a really amazing team on Cabaret, uh, artistic team, and uh, I'm not... I feel like we're in we're in a fairly good place. So my workload on cabaret, like as a stage manager, is not so heavy that I can't think about the documentaries. So which is great, and it it all comes down to the to the great team that we have. Paul and uh, Roger, who's our set design set and lighting designer, they've worked together a number of times, and so they have a dialogue already that kind of uh, you know it's easy for them to just chat about things. So when so when they're making decisions and talking about stuff like it just kind of like it just kind of flows and happens and Hillary and you know Hillary is very articulate about what she needs and what she has to do and Kim Kim is Kim is our choreographer and she's getting all her stuff done like it's just just one of those teams that everything kind of is like falling into place you don't and got so micromanage. yeah and uh and everybody knows what they're doing, and nobody's creating stress. So shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so but so I mean, like I've had time to think about it, but like I'm sure, like this is my very first endeavor in like a film. Like I, I made a little short film with Tito. We made a little short film. Night out. It was and, excellent. Yeah. That one of the YMM shorts. Yes. It was really good. Thank you. And so that was my very first time doing anything with film, and this is my so this is my second time. So I bought a GoPro, and like essentially, I'm just shoving it everywhere. So that it like it actually has been running every single day for about a week and a half now on time lapse of the setup of the set and stuff. So like, and so it's been really interesting for me. I'm sure Tito is sick of me being like, I have a terabyte of footage to give you. And he's like, of, he's like, of what? <laughs> what have you been doing with that GoPro? So, <laughs> um, but it's, yeah, I'm sure that over the next two weeks, because uh, we're getting into tech week in the theater, I'm going to start to get a little bit, well, first of all, I'm not going to be able to deal with it very much, but I'm also going to start to get a little like, Ooh, okay. Like, is this going to get done? But I trust Tito completely, and I was as gonna say, at what point do you say I gotta stop worrying about this film and start? Well, about the now, production? right yeah. this second, like, well, I mean, two yes. weeks ago, or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the only thing I'm, the only thing I'm, you are you rolling? The only thing. Yeah, yeah. The only thing I want to have to worry about is to like 
push play on the GoPro in the morning, push stop in the GoPro before I leave the theater. That's all I want to deal with. Tito, Tito's got it well in hand, the filming side of things. And then after, and then after it's all filmed, I'll have ten, like, uh, then I'm going to have time in my life because the cabaret will be over. So I'll have time in my life to sit with Tito and do some editing. And two terabytes of, uh, of footage to go through. It sounds like that's going well, to be the fun I, part. Well, that's just right now. Like we're two terabytes sounds terrifying. Yeah. Like, well, there's going to be four my, by the time we're done, for sure. My whole laptop can't hold two terabytes yeah. of stuff. And you've got two terabytes of film. Like, Yeah. Scary. Anyway. No, fun. It's been fun. I, I'm looking forward to it. I know Tito has been talking about the project a lot on our side of it, so it's going to be really interesting to... Uh, to see, like, actually, like, I, I've really, like, seen, the glad the Facebook page got up there, yeah. and I start seeing little snippets, because we got a sneak preview of the set, which looks really, really cool. I guess anyone can uh, check that out if they go, what's the... Uh, a Facebook? little cabaret. <laughs> there you go. As soon as I saw it, I was like, are they allowed to release uh, That's what I thought, too. I'm like, spoiler alert, oh, God. <laughs> well, that's what comes with making it's a documentary. It's kind of a, it's kind of, anyways, it's well, we not, found it's what not Alan a full, does it's not full show, shot, so. so. Uh, yeah. They can't see. Uh, they can't see the full. The entire place. You can see some. Woo! <laughs> 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 Yay! Oh boy! Just piece together. No, definitely not. Definitely not. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Though. And I just think it's a great idea to, to do an actual, bu- like to get some people. Uh, we've we said it on countless Canada podcasts, so we'll keep saying it each one we do. This to give people a background of what exactly the effort, the team, the, the amount of people, yeah. the effort, the, the quality that goes into these productions is huge. It's really important to me and that the volunteers, the yeah. it's really important to me that the volunteers get recognized, uh, because they are so hardworking and, uh, we come in here and this is what, like as paid, uh, artistic staff, we, you know, we're paid to make these shows look great. And, uh, uh, like that's our job and and so we don't go to other jobs in the daytime or like some of us have other gigs that we're working on the side like I know Hillary's got a bunch of stuff cooking on her end with a, with a musical that she's written Ooh. so uh, anyway so she's got like there's all other stuff going on but we don't have to go to our job on site or at a school or like go to school or whatever like so for us you don't have to go anywhere but you can dedicate yeah your time we dedicate our time to the theater and yeah. so it's uh it's just really it's always been very important for me that people understand that the volunteers are a huge asset to our community and that um what they're doing is incredible how was additions for this uh for this this one in particular <laughs> You've got the microphone. Yeah, yeah. So do you. I know. <laughs> well, she heard Auditions you were just awesome. <laughs> I don't know. They were fine. We there are auditions. You get a lot of people. Yeah. And was there a big turnout for this one? Yeah. Yeah, there was. Yeah, especially the second day. The first day was. Yeah, the first day. The first day we kind of went, oh my god. Yeah, what are we doing? Yeah, no. Uh, but then, yeah, but then they always sort of seem to show up. Yeah. Because that's what one thing I've always like. Wondered, what if no one shows up for auditions one day? Well, it happens. What's the next move? Then, yeah. then I put on my Borat <laughs> outfit, my <little> skimpy thing, <laughs> and all of a sudden we have sellouts. That always. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess it hasn't like knock on wood. It hasn't that that hasn't come across yet, or not that I know of. But that's why I'm always curious when we do these shows to see the audition process. Like I know Steve's been through the audition process. He, uh, Tito might have been getting the, the background of the Keanu family this go-around, but Steve actually has been the in the Keanu family for last year. It was, which one again? 
Uh, I'm going to let you try and guess. <laughs> I know, yeah. I know. Yeah. I remember. Did you I see it? I, wanna, I know it's not. I want to say good night, ladies, longest, but that's uh, this longest running thriller on Broadway. It was called Gay Writers or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, death Trap. Ah, I was like, Death of a Salesman? I knew it was Death of a Somewhere. <clears throat> Fuck you, I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're going to be like, it's Gay- Death <laughs> You need to stop with this editing nonsense because I know you never edit these things. We ever. go through and count them. Like, I have I such a vision, but then I'm just like, no. Um, well, we were just talking auditions. Um, oh, yes. And uh, the, the thing about auditions is I, I have to imagine, not that I've done it very much, but it's just I for each show and for each, uh, you know, uh, combination of crew and everything and, and the people that show up to audition, it's just a different kind of magic that comes together. Or not, in some cases, I'm sure. But, um, I, you know, I was uh, with Misha Albert, uh, who directed uh, Death Trap for the audition. So, I mean, that was more of just like kind of a conversation. I read some lines and... Uh, and he got to know me, kind of thing, and that was that was him feeling out the character for the play, and I, I just, you know, to extrapolate that out, I got to imagine that's just it. It's different for every show. It's different for every director. It's different for every set of people that show up to audition. Yeah, because I guess it's the, it's the director's show, right, Paul? Like you got, it's, it's going to be the cast you want, is it not, or how does it work like that? Uh, if it's a straight play, yeah, pretty much. But when you're working on something this sort of this size, you'd be you'd be a terrible director if you didn't listen to your music director. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, it wouldn't work out so well. They wouldn't hire me again. <laughs> They'd go, that was sucked up gum. You didn't listen to the music director. Uh, so no, I, I mean it's a you know it's a fluid relationship for sure. But, you know the auditions, as as you said, is you know you you're going to get people coming in from all walks of life who some have experience, some who don't. So you have to be flexible in how you have to get to the meat of what you can use on that person. So sometimes it's always better to go, okay, well. They don't have a lot of audition training, so don't make them memorize a monologue. They're just going to lose their mind and hate it, mm. you know. And you could sometimes better to just have them read and talk them through some stuff. And you go, oh no, it's in there. I just got, you know, so I can get it a different way. Mm-hmm. So and that's a different kind of flexibility that you have to have when you're working in this environment for sure. Mm-hmm. But that's great too. Yeah, oh. I'm, I'm just picturing. <laughs> not listening to your music director. No, this is how we're going to do it. No, I just I can see a disaster happening with that one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and it, and it has happened. Yeah, yeah. I, suppose, I mean, it, yeah. it happens all the time. Great actors, but tone deaf singers. Yeah, yeah. And you go, yeah, but he's so great. Look at him. He's fantastic. And, and then they open their mouth right? and they go, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess he had to sing, didn't he? He can speak, sing it like My Fair Lady, you know? Yeah, and it's okay. <laughs> Yeah. So Fixed usually the on the post. piano pods, we always get the some interesting behind the scenes stories. Mm-hmm. And now hopefully we get to see behind the scenes video. But this, tell us uh, some of the gossip that's been happening. Not gossip. I guess, gossip. Gossip too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. goodness. I'm pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> it's it was a shock to all of us. It's Alan's but. baby. <laughs> <laughs> or Zenon. I'm not sure. <laughs> I think it's Rogers. It was a weird audition, you know. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, Rogers. <laughs> Ew. Ew. That guy. Ugh. Um. There's been some. Uh, it's it's been a great process. I mean, everyone's been. Uh, everyone's super awesome. I don't know. What are we what? dealing with for how many? How, what are, what's our number? Twenty-one actors. Okay. Twenty-one actors and seven band. If you're saying that everything's yeah. okay, then you obviously don't know. I, well, maybe I don't know what's going on. Drop the ball. I'm working below the line. Below, yeah. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> a joke that does not fly that well here. <laughs> it's just okay. like, huh. Um, <laughs> I can edit that. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I know about. I know about your. I know about your editing. Um, I don't know. I. I, everyone's like it's cool because it's cool because you see like okay so we have this cast member Aaliyah who has five kids and she um, and she like arrived and she was all like yeah whatever I just want to like try something new <laughs> and like we're like you have five kids and like so her her life is like extremely different than most of the cast because I think she's She's only, I think there's only two parents in the whole cast. I was going to say, like, Zenin Zen are the only ones who have kids, and yeah. he only has one kid, not five. Yeah. And then some of them are, like, all, like, 17 and under. So there's, like, that kind of group in five, mm-hmm. which yeah. is, like, okay. And I'm minors. like, wow, I feel so oh, old. This, and then, <laughs> this oh, is what? what it was like when you were a teenager. I've forgotten. So it's, yeah. just, it's, uh, it's interesting. So. It is. It is interesting to have. I mean, in every piano show, we always say that we have people from every kind of walk of life, and like this show is, it's no exception. I mean, it's a younger cast for sure, but um, we do have some ki- some high school age kids, and then we have, um, and then we just you know have everyone else, and you know th- from all sorts. Of, like some of them, some of them are married, some of them aren't, some of them are have kids, some, like. You know, and everyone has, like, different jobs. Like, one of my assistant stage managers, when we're not doing any... Like, when we're not doing something that needs, requires her immediate attention, she's marking science and math homework from her grade four <laughs> through six classes. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, like, it's... Gotta yeah. find the time somewhere. Dental yeah. hygienist. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, like, yeah, we have a... First, we okay, a let's, can we talk about Melba for two seconds? Like, <laughs> So Melba is a dental hygienist who is also a pole dancer. And not, a rock climber. Not for real, though. Like, I mean, like, that fitness, fitness, fitness pole yeah. climber. Fitness but, like, she she rocks it. And, uh, she, yeah, she's a rock climber. She, like, and she is amazing. She's, like, our little our little star triple threat lady out there. Like, she, like, she gives so much face. It's incredible. Oh, yeah. yeah, so, like... Wait, it's, say yeah. that again. She gives so uh, much dental, what yeah. face. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it's sorry. Uh, cutting in between uh, during her audition video, she mentioned she's like, "Yeah, I do pole dancing, but not really." I'm like, "This would be such a perfect cut to like footage of her." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so bring in the pole and have to get the yeah. Footage. So Paul's like, Paul's like, "Do you want to?" I want to see some like pole stuff. Like, what can you do? Well, she freaking <laughs> flips herself upside down and is like, like, ooh, just like, spin around slowly. And we're like, yeah, th- that's going in. Like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know like, where. Like that, you use the skills you get. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and perfect. And that'd be stupid too. not to. Yeah. Really, you know, really if you've got people who can do stuff like that. Did I just hear you guys say you now incorporated the pole dancing into the oh, show? Oh, yeah. Of course, yeah. Of course oh, we did. Yeah. It's a club. Why not? Yeah. yeah no of course we did. To see the show, to see Melba. No, there's um, lots of great talent in this show, for of, sure. And Real potent. There's a lot of beautiful people. Yeah. A lot of beautiful and there's people. There's a lot of beautiful directors. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Especially you. I know. I know. Everyone has a Paul crush. It's the fishnets. Sure. The fishnets. <laughs> yeah, when Paul wears fishnets. <laughs> the Borat, really. Yeah. The Borat with the fishnets. It's, Paul, it's Paul's legs in that, in that uh, candle promotion. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. Mm, yes, it is. You had a thought, Steve. Um, I was just, I was just kind of like musing about it because it is, uh, you know, a sexy play. It's you know, mature themes and all that stuff. Um, and you guys have a cast that's really runs a, a range of um, home environments, life environments, ages. You know, have you found that there are some younger kids that are super mature and some older folks that are super immature when it comes to it? Like, have you found any weirdness going on? Mm-hmm. Age ain't nothing but not, a number. Not in terms of the material we're dealing with, right? 
No, I mean, you know, there was a talk at the, that when we auditioned people, we were made sure they knew that what this skit's about, like, you know, there's sexuality and mm-hmm. and it's Pepper, and it will be it, it will be you know relatively it'll be explicit so if you're 15 and your parents are okay with that then come you know come out um mm-hmm. so yeah i mean you get all kinds for sure but everybody kind of jumped in pretty fast actually oh yeah you know like they, it, it was kind of melba actually said it earlier today she said there was some there was a weird kind of empowerment thing that happened with all the women in the show that have you know most of them are not wearing much mm-hmm. um and they kind of early on in rehearsal started owning it, you know, and coming into rehearsal and they're buying new stuff that, you know, they're spending yeah. their money going, yeah, but I want to buy this bra. They're coming <laughs> yeah. in just wearing yeah. that. And you're, oh, shit. You know, <laughs> so there were, you know, a few weeks of quite <laughs> some surprises for us and going, okay, I guess that's where we're going. Um, so that was great because it really empowered them and they own it, you yeah, know, and that really, that, that helps me, right? Because you can't do this kind of show if you have women and men that aren't comfortable with, their sense of sexuality. There needs to be a confidence level. Well, of course. If yeah, you don't have that, it's, it's a high school mm-hmm. production, right? Mm-hmm. They, they need to own it, and they totally own it. They own it way more than I thought we ever would wow. get, actually. So that's fun. You know, we, we sit back there and go, geez. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. Every once in a while, you, you see I, something and you go, holy. When I saw this one in her, one of her costumes, I... I, I said after I left, I said I, I've never I've done a lot of shows with people having to wear you know weird stuff and uh, but I was gobsmacked. It just went oh, okay. Okay, I'm gonna leave now. <laughs> I guess it's like she looks great. So, but yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be definitely sexy. See, and that's what I want to hear. <laughs> just say it slower. Bring down the lights a little, a little bit. Hey, it's Tito. I was observing, but anyway, um, one, one of the things uh, you never observed. I know. I knew things, this was happening. I know. Um, one of the things I want to bring up is actually um, on the women's side, but also on the men's side. There's actually um, strength and femininity. I've noticed from the filming, and I was just wondering, was that in the source material, or is that the actors kind of owning that those roles? I know that it, to an extent it's in the source material, but the physicality of what's going on is a lot different. Uh, it's all rehearsal and trying things and comfort levels, and you know, the, the first thing with our group was to go, okay, you guys know you're going to be touching each other like a lot, so. <laughs> Yeah, we've there, had the talk. There's a pro, there's a process in rehearsal by which to do that, to, so that it's done you know effectively and safely, so that there's respect and and uh, um, and a and a sense of uh, ownership in that, and and we followed a process in doing that, and and everybody you know, everybody respected that process, and so they feel safe to you know they grabbing each other's crotches all the way through this thing, and but it's okay, but that takes time, right? You don't you can't just do that. And I think that you hit the nail on the head when you said communication. Like, as long as you give, like, the talk. Like you said, like, I imagine this talk is going to be day one. This is what I envision. This is what everyone's got to do. Anyone not comfortable with this, now's the time. Yeah, yeah, and it's okay to not be, right? Because mm-hmm. you know, we have, we have, and, and you're, managing, you're managing the people and what they're willing and able and wanting to do. And some people go, yeah, here, you know, I'll just take off my shirt. And then other people don't want to go there. That's okay. Nobody cares. It just means that we we just need to manage that differently so that it's respectful for the artist. And because if if, it, if they're comfortable, they will do what I need them to do. Um, if they're not, it's going to suck. So I have to know that comfort level for them. And everybody's pretty clear about that. And 
and people talked about that openly pretty early on, you know. And we have kids, we have kids, well, not kids, well, you know, they're 15 or 16 or they're whatever. They're kids. <laughs> so, you know, the, what, they're, what they're doing or what we're having them do in terms of the sexuality of it, we're just more careful in how we do that with them because, all for obvious reasons, but... But most of them are just going, yeah, bar. You know, <laughs> you know, all the adults are going. Well, we should put the kids over there. You know, the kids are, you know, coming from an actor standpoint. Like, how do you got to get yourself a certain frame of mind for this? You got to. Is it just something? Yeah. Actually, I guess it's all an individual question more than anything. But well, yeah, the answer is yes, and even more so now as we've gotten more into it because this character of Sally is. She's actually really complicated, and especially with the way that we're doing it in this show. So it's, um, and um, we spent a lot of time the other week really sort of tapping into that, and so that I can be in that frame of mind and the journey of her throughout the whole show. So um, it's, yeah, it's um, it, it's a lot of investment. It's a lot of uh, emotional investment because she's she's not just the sexy stuff. Like there's a lot of that performance aspect of her, but there's a lot of the really really broken, sad parts of her too, which is sometimes hard. sometimes that's harder to do than sexy stuff because sexy is like I'm just performing this and it's fine. It's not really me anyway. Haha. But then to 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 do the parts where. It's not. It comes down to sexy being an attitude, not just, oh, I can walk on stage in lingerie, but no, you got to actually be I w- sexy. I would say if I can jump in, like for me, uh, um, the sexuality that exists in this play is there as a function and for a very specific reason. And it's used dramatically and thematically to bring you on a journey so that you you see things differently from where you started and it uses sexuality to for you to understand that and you see that process through the sensuality and sexuality of the Kit Kat girls and you know what uh, you know what the actors are doing uh, but then they what happens to them in terms of character uh, changes your perspective of what maybe you thought at the beginning uh, when it was about because it starts and it's all about sex that's what it's about uh, and the play celebrates that and goes oh wow um, and then it starts to pull apart uh, what you know how we see that and what that means and what that looks like and when we see a body what is it what's a body uh, and you know I play a little bit with that and as the show goes on but anyway very I just cool. want to say that because yeah. because the sexuality is key, um, but it but it's a tool, you know. It's and yeah. we, and and yeah. <laughs> just gonna leave us on that. <laughs> come and see it. You'll yeah, you gotta come <laughs> and see the show. Buy our tickets now. <laughs> Steve, actually, you guys. Well, we got an hour, so I'm just saying we can wrap this up if anyone wants to put any points in. Um, just off the top of my head, um, there's a lot of uh, talk lately about uh, the New York um, cabaret going on right now with Emma Stone. Is it kind of fun? Um, I don't know. See, I suspect do, mine's way better. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, naturally, of course. Yeah, I'm just I mean, wondering: is it is it something that you uh, that you mm, kind of want to keep your eye on that, and just out of curiosity, or is it somewhere you're just like, no, I'm invested in my own version of the show? And no, I don't. I don't do that. Um, 
I mean, I'll, I'll look at research material, and, you know, especially with this show that's iconic like this. You kind of go, okay, you look at the 77 version, and you go, wow, they did it like that. <laughs> and you look at that version, and you go, wow, they did it like that. And then you look at others, and you go, that was stupid. And others, you go, shit, I could steal part of that. You know, so there's, you know, you, you definitely have to do your research. But I'm generally somebody who uh, uh, I kind of have to try to understand. I always have to understand it from a character place first and not just a, a global aesthetic so I'm always trying to pick in uh, and sort of choose a direction based on how I can better emphasize the, 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 the written characters the way they are and in a musical that's sometimes challenging because they're, they're written to have three lines of thought and then two minutes of emotion in a song mm-hmm. and often not well written so, so how do you how do you find the story in that for the actor to sort of you know follow it through? So I'm just not watching somebody. Okay, they guess through singing now, right? Yeah, uh, and that's hard in a musical. In a lot of musicals, it's really difficult. Um, but there's a lot of meat in this one. So I'm wondering if even from a community standpoint, do people actually make those comparisons? Um, like just I, I like I not that I follow it closely. I just I pick up on the, the title of Cabaret showing up on, you know, the Facebook feed. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Can't wait to go see the Keanu local production. Well, one of our, one of our actors actually went to see it. Yeah, Dana did. Like, it. on the weekend, she, yeah. she had a day off or whatever. So she, her and her mate or whatever. They flew to New York, and so she saw the version that you're talking about with Alan Cummings. And, and yeah, uh, and, uh, yeah I, hadn't, I haven't talked to her, so I don't know what she thought about it, but I'm sure it was great. Man, I would love to just jump on a plane and hit Broadway. Yeah. Chemical engineer, that one. Yeah, She's yeah, another yeah. kind of engineer, one of those. So, yeah. <laughs> Ash, anything? Oh, I just, I don't know. I've I've heard a lot about it from Tito, obviously, and uh, Zach. He works with me at the uh, comic book store, so I hear little tidbits every so often about what's going on and stuff. And see, Zach's character is an interesting version of what you're asking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the the character mm-hmm. of Max, there's a couple of characters that I've sort of uh, massaged a little bit, uh, and the, his is one of them. Where where the, the way he's written, uh, I I gave him much more meat. Oh okay. Um, to the overall global story, and uh, as an experiment, really like a creative experiment for me to go, would that work? Hoping like hell it would. Yeah. And uh, and it totally does. Yeah. Well, we've got our tickets. <laughs> like, I'll be there. Yeah, I'll, you'll be there. We'll you may not there. be. You keep giving away your tickets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if anyone wants tickets, call Alan Roberts. <laughs> He's giving them away. <laughs> Steph, some final thoughts? Um, I think that uh, Cabaret has a special place in my heart because I, I, it was first of all, it was one, it was the first professional gig I ever, I get, ever had was stage managing Cabaret oh, wow. a long time ago. So. Um, but also it's just a musical that I've really grown to love. Um, I, uh, it's been, it's been a great journey. Like I said, the team is amazing. We're having a great, we're having a great time. And, uh, the, the actors are, the actors are having a good time. Okay. Yes. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I think uh, it's a very monotone. It's really making you sound like you're having a great time. I know. I got a quick follow up. I have to like, I'm looking at these things right now. That's what I, honestly, I'm like stuck on that. Uh, (laughs) so you keep keep touching it and I'm like, (laughs) I can't handle it. Okay. Uh, no, but I'm, 
honestly, like uh, Keanu has been, I've been working at Keanu for quite a long time now, since 2012, and uh, this is this is a great show that I'm super excited to bring to this community, and um, it's a it's an important show too. It has an important message, and for all you people who are like, I hate musicals because they're all just silly fluff. <laughs> shut the fuck up and get tickets to Kevin. <laughs> like, this is not... <laughs> shut the fuck up and just go Why, see but it. Shut the fuck up. Like, it's, it's, an important, it's an important story and uh, it's a good story and it's, uh, it's told very well and uh, you, will enjoy, you will enjoy coming to see Cabaret. Can you, uh, can you guys hook me up with a poster to put on the community board at the store? Oh, yes. Thank you. Oh, a thousand percent. You probably should have talked to Zach. Yeah. yeah. When if I Zach was giving out... If Zach would ever come to work instead of going to these... Well, there's that, too. Uh, there's that. Uh, no, no, it's... Yeah, say, I've done most challenging fighting over that. Most challenging? Most challenging for this production. Um, well, we've had a bit You're of... You're on every one of them, so I think you'd be yeah, well, yeah. comparisons. I mean... This show, like I said, it's it's the team on this show that's making it an easier ride than some. Uh, but and and the actors' commitment on this is like mm. yeah, yeah. you can tell they're really enjoying themselves and having a good time because because they're just they're just like they're every out. ounce of my being is in this show. And like you say, oh. can you show up ten minutes early because I need to? Da, 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 da. And you can tell they come straight from work and they don't eat and like and they're like yeah, I'll be there ten minutes early. What do you want? Like, okay, well, I want you to, like, go try on a costume. Fuck yeah, I'll be there! Like, they're just, like, they're into it. and uh, That's got to help. That's got to oh, make God. all the difference. It's, it's funny, like, seeing Zach, like, uh, when he's on his way to rehearsals and then after, because he normally always stops by the store because we're so close, right? And they, it's just this whole, he's a whole different level of person. Like, he's just, like, it's, 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 like, night and day. Like, he'll, he'll come along and he's like, oh, yeah, go to rehearsal. Like, see you later. And then he comes back and he's all flushed and pumped and, like, he's like, I'm so excited about the show, like, all the time. It's really cool to see, like. Like, we don't have to go into specifics, but obviously, like, to do a comparison, you got to run into that person. Like, the show goes great, you got everyone on a high, but you got to run into that that person or people that'll literally don't want to do it. Or, I guess, if they don't want to do it, then why would they audition? Exactly. But do you run into that problem? Uh, We run into, you run into every once in a while someone, uh, and not on this show, but. You run into someone every once in a while whose character wasn't what they thought it was going to be, or like you know what I mean, or they're you know they're going or going well, director isn't doing it the way I would want. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> this show hasn't been like that, but like you know what I mean, like you every once in a while you run into that guy and you're like, oh great, like I'm so glad I get to work with you for the next mm. <laughs> two months. And but. I love what we just it. did for two hours. I just have some thoughts. Yeah, thoughts. Here's the here's the rewrites. The cat fall off. Of <laughs> the rewrites. Yeah. yeah. The dailies. Missed. Fell off the bridge. Yeah. This happens with this. Uh. Yeah. That's my that's my two cents. Go see the show. Yeah. Go see the show. Some final thoughts, Paul. Uh. Yeah. Go see the show, man. It's it's a good one. You know. It's. Where would you rank it on your uh, list? Up here. Yeah. Or in general. Oh, up here, uh, up here, I would say it's definitely one of the top three that I've done. Right on. For sure. Well, Just in terms it. of the energy of the group and mm-hmm. what the final product will be. That's exciting. For sure. Excellent. Final thoughts? Yeah. Unless she fucks up. <laughs> 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 it's a sliding scale. 
<laughs> no pressure. Who hasn't slept in three days? Um, it's okay. I'm fine. Um, final thoughts? Uh, yeah, go. <laughs> I echo. Go see the show. It's um, For me, it's... I'm putting everything into it, and so I... I just hope that people feel that when they see it and they feel that from everybody because we really are. We're just, yeah, we're, uh, we're putting everything into it. And uh, so it's, it's just fantastic. I'm so excited to actually open, but I'm also not excited because that means we're that much closer to being over. So <laughs> that's the only shitty part. But oh, yeah, it's, that's uh, a, it's that Cano family thing again where every podcast we've done, everyone is always very sad that it has to end. So. That's, and that's good. That's what you wanted. That's what you want to hear. I think it's funny though, because like everyone I talk to, it's like, uh, well, Zach being one of them, because obviously he's like one of the people that I spend the most time with from the show. But he's like, he's like, oh yeah, because he was in Christmas Carol as well, and he's like, oh yeah, I was hanging out with the guys from Christmas Carol like the other night, and I'm like, oh, so you guys like still hang out after the show or whatever? And he's like, dude. Like, groups from Les Mis still hang out. Like, mm-hmm. you groups know, from hometown. Groups still from hang hometown out. still hang out. Groups from plays I can't even think of names of right now, like, still hang out, like, mm-hmm. for so long because it creates this, like, cool little, like, volunteer community family because you're there and you're putting yourselves out there and everything into it and stuff. And that's so cool. Like, you know, and you and you kind of know when you go to the bar and you run into like the <laughs> these like play families because it yeah. happens to us all the time. Because they're loud. Because they're, they're loud and, <laughs> and we're always laughing. Always, yeah, there's always having always, a good time. Always so much fun and laughter and stuff. It's cool. Well, they just accomplish the great feat, and yeah. any production this level is a great feat, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, sure. Final thoughts, Lou. No. I, hope it, I hope it doesn't suck. I hope it doesn't suck. <laughs> <laughs> Come see the show. <laughs> no, it's going to be great. Just kidding. Yay! Yay, Cabaret! <laughs> Preview night, Thursday, February 2nd at 8 o'clock. Opening night. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm going to edit this out. <laughs> Thursday, February 12th. Preview 12th. night is Thursday, February 12th, 12th at 8 right. p.m. With opening Friday, February 13th. Shows going on on the February 14th, February 18th, and then you guys return back 19th to 21st with two shows on 21st, that Saturday yep. and 21st at 2 p.m. Yeah. So and 8 p.m. Saying that, I'm just going to knock on wood real quick because I know that there's like heaps of theater superstitions, but opening on Friday 13th, is that not a thing? No. Because no. okay. I know like... It is now. <laughs> it is now. Yeah, because I know it's like... before Valentine's Day. Yeah, that's true, I suppose. Because I've heard all kinds of things like... You're, not supposed to see flowers like before the show. Yeah, they're usually high when they ones. say that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like I've read all there's these a, things. No, there, there's a, there are some theatrical yeah. superstitions for sure. That's not one of them. Yeah, I know. Well, no, I uh, one was that I had. Oh, I had a hair clip in one time, and Misty said to me, she 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 like grabbed my shoulder and she's like. Don't you ever wear that hair clip into the theater? And I was like, "What? Why? Yeah. What's wrong with it?" And she's like, "Flowers, hair clips. It's a peacock." It's oh, a peacock she said that to me about my necklace too. Yeah. She's like, "I wore it once." She's like, "Don't wear that." Well, that's it's bad because Misty's nuts. Like, nuts. <laughs> Misty, like, remember you look crazy. crazy. Remember the, where it's coming from. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, I'm gonna research this now, and I like looked up a few things. But like, yeah, they're like any crazy ones that like you guys adhere to, or I know you've got to rent, but right. maybe yeah. Uh, usually superstitions are just that and okay. you run into some crazy people who you know are crazy and uh, and you just look at them and you go like clearly you're not actually a theater professional because <laughs> like I, I get over not. it I don't know because I'm from outside so that's cool yeah. to know. 
Tickets are now on sale at Keanu.ca slash theater. They're on sale at the box office. It's going to be a great show. I can't wait. Uh, if it's anything not like the first ten minutes of the movie that I fell asleep <laughs> to, then I can't wait for it. So, Yay! for this episode of the YMM Podcast, I'm Totsky. Tito. Steve. Ash. Steph Link. Paul. Diana. Hillary. We'll see you next set. Yay! T-Man Entertainment Production in association with Hyperphotonic Media. Find out more at ymmpodcast.com.